0: Good morning and welcome to the Marcus today breakfast briefing. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Monday, the 23rd of May, and as usual, with all the information contained in this briefing, it is general advice only, so please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this briefing. If you need to, you can always pause the PowerPoint slide here and read the disclaimer in full. And if you're listening on a, a podcast, wherever you are in this wonderful world of ours, you can head on over to the markerstoday.com.au website and read the disclaimer there. And of course, catch up with all the other goodies we have on the website too. All right. Well, a little bit of a mixed session in the US last night. Safe to say, Uh, It was slightly better picture at the close than it was during the day. Uh, The Dow Jones closed up nine points, or 0.03 percent, but it was down at one stage 617 points at its lows. It had a high of 263 points up, and a low of seven 617 points down. So another 900 point. Range Day, and uh, it did slip into the official bear market territory briefly before a uh, rally spared its blushes, but closing up 9 points or 0.03%. NASDAQ down 03 of a percent, 34 points, 11,355. And the S&P 500 pretty much unchanged, 3,901, up a whole point or 0.01%. Still a lot of complacency though you would have to say in the US, the VIX index, despite all that volatility, near 900 point trading range, uh, the VIX index was unchanged or 0.27% better, so slightly better, 29 points uh, at the moment, 29.43 to be exact. Now, Spy futures showing a loss of 15 points or 0.21%, 7,129. In commodities on Friday we saw the oil price better uh, we saw the Brent crude price up 87 cents to 112.91, 0.78% better. The WTI price slipping back below that Brent crude 112.58, $112.58 up 37 cents or 0.33%. Gold up $4.50 or 0.24% to 1845 spot 70. Iron ore the big winner. Up $8.25, 6.55% better. Uh, that was on the back of the Chinese cutting their rates on Friday. So that move we certainly saw in our market on Friday. So we'll wait and see what the Dalian futures do today. But certainly the market taking heart from that move from China to stimulate their economy. The Aussie dollar at 70.57%. At the moment, so nothing very dramatic changing really on the Aussie dollar despite the uh, shock election result. Uh, Looking at other commodities last uh, Friday, copper pretty much unchanged, nickel down 1.5%, aluminium up 1.1%, zinc down 0.3%, lead had a good day, they were up 3.5%, and tin up 0.4%. Mixed results really for mining stocks. We have BHP up 2.2%, Rio up 2.4%. In ADR terms, we had Freeport-McMoran down 1.1, Alcoa down 2.4%, Tech down half a percent, Anglo up 1.6, Glencore down 0. 0.1, Vale iron ore of course up 3.1%, and Albemarle in the lithium space down 1.1%. Here you can see the S&P 500. It swooned. It dived it recovered well it recovered at least to close pretty much unchanged but uh, certainly uh, that swoon throughout the day uh, not a good sign volatility still to the max in the u.s. and still the downside seems to be more prevalent than the upside in the u.s. some of the stocks moving and shaking apple were up 0.17 meta up 1.2 google down 1.3 microsoft down 0.2 amazon up 0.2 tesla Fell another six point four percent last night. Oh, uh, sorry, Friday night. Netflix up one and a half. J.P. Morgan and all the banks modestly lower. Bank of America, the worst of the pack, down one point seven percent. And Block, the artist formerly known as Square, down four point two percent in the U.S. trade. All right, major stories, of course. So today uh, it will all be about the election to some extent. Scott Morrison defeated, of course. And Labour leader Alban, Anthony Albanese to be sworn is Australia's next Prime Minister, I think is the 31st Prime Minister, and heading off to the Quad meeting with Penny Wong in tow. Biden says US prepared for possible North, uh, North Korea nuclear test, and Biden urging Hyundai and Samsung to embrace union workers. Iran seeks revised gas project with Oman ahead of a racy visit. And Manchester City clinches sixth Premier League title in 11 seasons. They scored three goals in five minutes. And Ukraine latest Zelensky sees high casualties in East. Shanghai looks to categorise parts of City low risk for COVID. And COVID hits Apple again, disrupting office plans and supply chain. Not really too much on the major stories over the weekend, as you can see. What to expect today? Well, of course, we always have a little bit of local colour. RBA Assistant Governor Christopher Kent is speaking uh, Clark as he's known another six US strategists have slashed their year-end calls for the S&P 500 this month the gap between the highest and lowest projection sits at 37% that is a big big difference there over in Europe we had some uh, better markets on Friday but uh, obviously it wasn't enough to pick the US up from the canvas Uh, although it did have that rally late in the day. Stock 50 up 0.4. FTSE up 1.2. DAX up 0.7. CAX up 0.2. 10-year yields in the US, 2.78. Australia, 3.31. Germany, 0.94. So all easing back. uh, Safe haven money heading into the US dollar still. And the CBA has kept its economic forecast the same, despite Australia's change of government. Jeff Wilson through WAR WAR. What is it good for? Has joined the fray for AGL with a small stake and looks to block demerger. Is talking about his concerns with the amount of money that demerger is going to cost and the franking credit implications that that will have for investors. And Medibank Private has seen some private equity interest in its healthcare service business, but has turned it down. Santos, major oil and gas producers from North America are believed to be lining up for the sale process for a stake in the Alaska-based PICA project. And IPL this morning reported their numbers. It's reporting net profit after tax, $384 million for the first half, which is up $348 million from the $36 million they reported last time. Interim dividend of $0.10. Cents. But our market today is going to be cautious to slightly easier. We'll probably wait and see what the iron ore futures do in terms of their movement in Asia. But certainly nothing from the Saturday's election is likely to spook the market today any more than the Dow uh, fall than rally would do normally. Uh, commodity stocks may come under a smidge of pressure. They did have a pretty good run on Friday. So we could see a very cautious start to the week. And uh, certainly all eyes on that iron ore price. See if it kicks again and see if Asian markets will take heart from those Chinese rate cuts that we saw on Friday to stimulate their economy. Question of the day today. Has the election result changed your view of the investment outlook? Most commentators seem to believe that there's really no difference between the Liberals and the Labour Party in terms of policies. And we're about to find out now that Labour have been elected and Anthony Albanese will be the 31st Prime Minister of Australia. But has that changed your view on the investment outlook for the markets at the moment. Well, that's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. You can head on over to the Facebook discussion group. We'd love to have your thoughts, ideas, and insights as always. There, it's a fantastic group—three and a half thousand members. Members helping members is our motto. And of course, if you're listening to this on a podcast, there's three other podcasts I'd urge you to tune into: the market Strategy Podcast, which is our on—well, this is our market meeting podcast, a fly-on-the-wall look at uh, what we're talking about and discussing in our morning meeting, the On The Desk podcast when the team in Melbourne talk about all things financial, and my On The Couch podcast. Last week, I did uh, release the James Hawkins podcast from L1 Capital, who runs their Catalyst Fund, a very interesting uh, chat with James. This week, I'm talking to the CEO of a uranium company, so I'm looking forward to that and uh, all the way from uh, Europe, where he currently is at the moment. So that's going to be an interesting one to catch up with him. Talk about the uranium market and uh, the implications for his company. So that's going to be an interesting podcast, and that will be out on the weekend after I've edited it, etc. And if you missed the Ask the Analyst session on Friday night, it was a great session. I've got to say thanks very much for everybody that tuned in and asked some fantastic questions on some great stocks. So uh, really good session there. And if you haven't watched it already, uh, there's uh, certainly um, a recording there. I've put the link in the newsletter and you can watch the recording in your own time. But that's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening and have a great day. And may the trading gods be with you.